0: Preface and Epigraph of the Marvels of Divine Grace This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Marvels of Divine Grace by Alice Lady Lovett Preface by the Right Reverend Abbot Hunter Blair, Order of St. Benedict grace is a supernatural and spiritual gift gratuitously bestowed by god and by him alone through the merits of our redeemer to guide us to life everlasting it is supernatural because it is high above nature and can come only from god enabling us to perform actions deserving of a heavenly reward it is spiritual because it is inward and invisible it is bestowed by god alone inasmuch as every best gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights and it is given to us through the merits of our redeemer because he is the one mediator between god and man what does grace do for us it elevates us from the moment of our baptism above the natural order onto a plane immeasurably higher. It lifts us above nature, even nature the highest and most sublime, so that it is literally true to say that the lowest of God's children, in whose soul his grace resides, is incalculably above angels, archangels, cherubim, and seraphim. When considered in their nature alone and apart from the grace which has been given to them grace makes us children of god brothers of his divine son living temples of his holy spirit and in very truth as saint peter says partakers of the divine nature it endows us with the keenest spiritual insight and makes us in a special way the beloved friends of god on whom he looks with peculiar tenderness and whom he watches over with constant and loving solicitude if men but knew if grace and the effects of grace are what has been feebly described above how could any spiritually minded christian meditating or writing on the things that belong to our peace help steeping his mind or his pen in the marvels of this astonishing gift of god which is the very keystone of the christian life yet what are the facts one takes up at random a modern manual of christian doctrine which purports to expound in many pages perhaps in several volumes the complete science of the supernatural life And what does one find about divine grace its nature its effects its absolute necessity to the soul of man nothing or very little it all seems to be taken for granted are there no pelagians or semi-pelagians no manichaeans among us today their very names are unknown to the average twentieth century christian They are relegated to the pages of dry-as-dust church histories and not a hint is ever dropped that their deadening and soul-destroying heresies are alive still with a vitality as persistent as it is poisonous are courses of sermons on grace ever preached in english pulpits one fears that it is a topic too abstract for the congregations of today and yet can there be a subject more practical more essential more uplifting more consoling more inspiring than the marvels of this great gift of god to man it is because one is apt to suspect and not without evidence that this great and vital doctrine is not presented to the faithful in these days with the prominence and the persistence which are its due that such a treatise as that to which these words are an introduction is particularly well-timed and especially welcome father john eusebius Nuremberg, the author of the Precio e estima de la divina gracia was the son of a tyrolese father and a bavarian mother but he was born in madrid and his upbringing and religious training was in the country and in the age which produced st john of the cross luis de ponte john of avila suarez salmeron vasquez and luis de granada one may trace in his writings of which this is perhaps the most renowned that combination of solid teutonic learning and ardent spanish faith and eloquence which distinguished so many eminent spiritual writers and thinkers of the seventeenth and eighteenth centuries father Nuremberg was a man of austere virtue saintly life and glowing piety and these characteristics shine out conspicuously in this beautiful treatise it is in the section dealing with the effects and fruits of divine grace that we see with what splendidly tenacious faith he has grasped the astonishing intimacy which the infusion of grace establishes between man and his Creator. Some pious writers of our time seem almost to shrink from the logical consequences of St. Peter's triumphant assertion that by grace we are made actual partakers of the divine nature. Divine naturae consortes they call it amazing and wonderful as indeed it is and give the impression that such a statement must be if not explained away yet very carefully explained and duly qualified before it can be accepted or understood our seventeenth-century jesuit has no hesitations of this kind he takes st peter's words as axiomatic they are indeed a sort of text to this part of his treatise and jubilantly exults in their fullest meaning and significance basing on them exhortations and arguments as cogent and convincing as they are eloquent no one surely can read these pages without a stirring of the heart and an uplifting of the soul in gratitude to god for this wonderful and crowning gift of his ineffable goodness the compiler of this english edition of the appraisio has produced a very attractive volume which will undoubtedly be of real service to souls who are in earnest over the work of their perfection some of the native charm and fragrance of a spanish ascetical treatise may possibly have evaporated in this english adaptation of the original work but its solid merits based as they are on sound learning and a profound knowledge of things supernatural have safely survived the process of translation lady lovett has done her work well her book is a genuine and welcome contribution to the literature of the spiritual life oswald order of st benedict Abbot, octave of the ascension 1917 end of preface epigraph and which of you if he ask his father for bread will he give him a stone or a fish will he for a fish give him a serpent if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father from heaven give the good spirit to them that ask him luke chapter eleven verses eleven and thirteen but the fruit of the spirit is charity joy peace patience benignity goodness longanimity mildness, faith, modesty, continency, chastity. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. End of Epigraph